People Sports Podcast. I'm Charlotte Wilder here with Mark Titus. Mark, how are you? It's a Monday for us, Tuesday for everyone listening. What's your vibe? You sound kind of sad, Charlotte, if I can be honest. Yeah, the, I'm really... The, um, I am sad, Mark. <laughs> I think I know why you're sad. Do you know why I'm sad? You're sad because uh, all signs point to Aaron Rodgers not, in fact... Um, walking away from the game of football right after winning the MVP so he could go hike mountains in Hawaii with his fiance, who he met like four months ago, who also happens to be a famous actress who has never watched football. I'm Is laughing, that correct? I'm laughing so that I don't, I don't cry, Mark. No, I'm, I'm sad, but I'm also just a little pissed, to be honest. Like, how dare he take us on this roller coaster? How dare he take us to Hawaii? How dare he take us to the studios of the Jeopardy lot? And How then, dare he take us to a, a gym in Southern California where he's putting up jump shots in a man bun and throwing a football with Cat. Not Cap, but Cat. With Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> he got our hopes up for nothing? Like, I just... Yeah. Part, okay, so my question to you, Mark, is, is this performance art? Uh, I think so. I think Aaron Rodgers as a whole is, uh, I, I think that's what he's picked up from his fiance is that performance art is good. And we should, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where I'm going with this. I think no, he, I mean, seriously, like he spends a whole off season being like, Hey, I hate the GM. It's about, it's not about money. It's about principle. And then he's like, ha, it's like, see you at training camp tomorrow. And everyone's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. I uh, For a long time, I was making the case that Aaron Rodgers wasn't doing anything. And it was the performance art was actually us. Like you, me, the media at large, Packers fans, that Aaron Rodgers is just existing and just living his life. And by not addressing things or not, uh, you know, handling his business in the way that we want a quarterback, a, a, a reigning MVP to handle his business. We were all freaking out, but at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers was just like, I, 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 I can't go on a hike in Hawaii. Like, I can't, like, is that, you know, and I thought that was genius. I thought that was like galaxy brain, the way he was just like living. He was just simply living and existing. And that was setting off all these alarms with us. But then, yeah, you're kind of right. Like now that he's, now that it seems like, I don't know. Maybe not, though. Maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves, Charlotte. Maybe, like, is it official? Until Aaron Rodgers says anything, because I guess there's that point, too, is that, like, every step of the way, it's basically just been reports or, like, people close to the situation or, like, Aaron Rodgers himself has not said, I'm done, and then he's not said, I'm back. He's just, again, just living. He's just existing, and... We're all think, freaking out around him because, like, wasn't there a moment over this weekend that we thought he was going to retire? Like that, the the, the yeah. I'm he, embarrassed. <laughs> I'm not going to read the text that I sent to our podcast group chat where I said when he retires, we got to be ready. Should we do an emergency podcast? Well, it, you weren't alone, Charlotte. It wasn't your. Uh, the, he was. He listen. I famously called Brad Stevens Dayu. They took it off the board in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, you called Aaron Rodgers retiring. We called it. it on, they, we called we, it. We called it together, and then they put it on the board in Vegas. So I don't here's know the thing, what the though. correlation I mean, those is are, there. Okay, but. so both of those to me are wins. But my question is, so here's the thing. Like, either Aaron Rodgers had no plan this entire time, and he was just living his life. I like to think that he was, like, leaking stuff and instigating stuff and being like, hey, tell this reporter that, and just, like, yeah. totally playing us like a fiddle because he knew that we would 
take the bait. I think, though, that you and I went another step galaxy brain-wise. I don't think anyone else out there was like, oh, he's definitely retiring. And I like that we went there because at least that is a that is a hypothesis that you can really be proud of because it's not like, yeah. oh, he's going to play for another team or he just wants to win another title. It's like, no, man, he's done because we went through the pandemic and we know what it feels like to be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. I could just hike mountains. And I mean, I don't know what that feels like. I also, my bank account couldn't support me retiring but like what a wonderful idea that this guy could just be like you know what there's more to life than football and strolling away and clearly that's not how the world works but like what if it did what if it worked that way that's what i wanted him to retire for that reason just for the uh precedent that a reigning mvp who's under contract and and just uh and 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 this team is playing what they went to the nfc championship right and and they lost in the nfc championship to the to the bucks um, it's not like it, his team was a disaster. Far from it. They were almost in the Super Bowl. He won the MVP, and he just decides, I'm done. I, th- I think I just want to walk away. That would have been hilarious. It would have been great. Been, it would have been so refreshing. <sighs> and instead, oh, well. he sort of like dangled these little... It's sort of like when But did he dangle? Ask that's your, the question. No, so wanted, here's what, here's how much what I'm dangling saying. are you doing, Aaron? Here's that's, what what, that's my question. <laughs> here's what I'm saying. It's like when you, as a little kid, you ask your parents, you're like, can we go get ice cream? And they're like, maybe. And you take that mm. in your head and you spin out. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. so maybe usually means yes. We'll see usually means no. Maybe seems like it's going to be a yes. So I'm going to just psych myself up. And then they're like... Yeah, no, I never like I never said you could get ice and they haven't been thinking about it at all. Like maybe Rogers hasn't. He's just been sort of every once in a while turns a TV on, sees everyone spinning out about this, tosses a tiny bit of fuel on the fire, maybe intentionally, maybe not intentionally, and then he just watches us all like dance on our little, you know, puppet strings here. I I, I my read on this is that Aaron the, there the, the the marriage between Aaron Rodgers and basically the rest of society, mm-hmm. which is as I said, the Packers organization the media, everything is like a, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is just the spouse. That's just like sitting in the recliner watching television and mm-hmm. has not moved and is just sipping his beer. And the other spouse is fired up and they want to argue and they want to yell. And like, how, how did, and they're just like losing their mind around him. And, and he never says a word, never just, just sits there and continues to just sip his beer and watch his television. And, it's almost like like he's he's as as the other person is losing its mind around Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is like I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just sitting here and you have now constructed because I'm not responding. Now you've taken this allegation to the next level, which is now spun over to this other story, which has become this other and I've done nothing except I posted one picture of Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan on my Instagram and that was all I did. <laughs> I know it's like easy it's like that's it first of all I love that we both went to familial um analogies here because it really it's like the not touching can't get mad where he's both doing too little and too much at the same time yes where someone's like not touching can't get mad and he's like I'm not doing anything but by not doing anything also he he was doing doing something something. he was doing something are you kidding me he was doing so much (laughs) like he was doing he was doing so much that it's almost embarrassing how much he was doing to make us talk in circles the way like I feel like I'm talking in a circle right now I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere with anything that I'm talking about I don't feel like I've gotten anywhere with anything I've talked about. He, did, he posted one picture. Look at you. You're you're spiraling. I know, but uh, and and the whole season. Like I really, I was staring at my phone before we recorded this, and then I was staring at my computer, and then I would search every. I just searched his name, and I and I came away from it. I was like, I'm so confused. 
I was like, I actually have no idea what's going on. And I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever known what's going on. And I would read tweets and I'd be like, so is he coming back? Is he not? Was he ever? Is he mad? Is he not? Like, I feel like a crazy person. But why do you, why do, why do we think he's coming back now? Because Ian Rappaport said it. Yeah, like, exactly. Is, is anyone, but, like, like, why? You know, is the, but why is that enough to believe he's coming back? Until Aaron Rodgers is sticking his hands under another man's crotch and getting a leather ball snapped up to him <laughs> on television, <laughs> and he's got a big G on the side of his head, I don't yeah. think Aaron Rodgers is back. Okay, I don't no, think he's retired other, either, but he's not back. I don't one know. One other way that we'll what? know. If it's what? on Shailene's Instagram live. Yeah. <laughs> if she announces really... it on her Instagram stories, I'll be like, all right, whatever you say. That's gospel. Uh, speaking of Shailene, uh, the, the newest development, because I, I want to understand this. Um, you, you have the Shailene Woodley side of this on lock. I understand Aaron Rodgers. Um, as a guy that played quarterback in high school, I feel like I get him, you know? Yeah, you know, sure. like we, I understand what it's like to be the, uh, the face of the franchise. You know, he was the face mm-hmm. of the Green Bay Packers. I was the face of the Brownsburg Bulldogs for... Uh, a couple years there in the the mid 2000s so very similar you know how did you handle the pressure (laughs) i almost walked away too charlotte you know it became too much i would go to the uh the local drugstore you played basketball come on on. um i want to understand the shailene woodley side of this uh this is a horrible segue what, what i was trying to say was uh I recently, for reasons we don't need <laughs> yeah, to get just into, tell us what you want to tell us. For re- yeah, for reasons we don't need to get into, I recently started uh, watching the OC, oh, um, a, okay. a show from back in the day, and uh, I about fell out of my chair when a very young Shailene Woodley mm-hmm. pops up as the sister of who's the girl Misha Barton. She's like uh, she plays Marissa. Misha Bart Marissa. Yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah, plays yeah. she plays Marissa's sister, and I was like, Dah! I was Leonardo DiCaprio, like da. Ah! <laughs> pointing at the TV. I was like, that's the girl from the thing. Ah! You're like, I uh, know her. <laughs> I don't know how that's relevant to this, but like I, it, it made me that much more interested in why, like I'm, I'm, I'm looking for signs. Was there a sign that uh 12 year old Shailene Woodley in the OC? <laughs> I forget. I forgot so, until you said that, that she was Olivia Wilde was in that. I mean, we had, she really, like, don't spoil it. Don't spoil oh, so, it. Oh, I forgot. What don't season are you on? Are you on I'm one? very early season one. I'm on like episode five. First of yeah. all, this is how you spin it. You say that you're watching it for Aaron Rodgers' research. Yes. It doesn't matter yes. what the real reason is. Um, yeah. Secondly, you had never seen it? No, I never saw I watched Laguna Beach uh, back in the day. It was the real OC. They branded, you watched they, the, the MTV one, not the yeah, narrative series? They, they branded it well, like one of those decision time. I, I felt like watching both is a little ridiculous, so uh, I was trying to decide which one to watch. And Laguna Beach, they, they called themselves, the, the re- it was literally called the real OC. And I was like, well, why would I watch the fake OC when I can watch the real OC? And, and then so you're me, and you're like, I'm definitely going to watch the fake OC instead of and the then now I'm watching the now I'm watching the, the OC, and I'm thinking to myself, Laguna Beach was probably like more fake than the OC somehow yeah. like Laguna beach was the reality show, but it was scripted and obviously convoluted and ridiculous. And then the OC, like I'm watching that. I'm like, I don't know. This seems like more realistic than Laguna beach. I don't know. It's, it's I a, just thought it's, of something. What? Oh my God. I'm about to break your brain. Are you ready? Okay, go. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited to say this. Shailene Woodley uh-huh. was in the fake OC, and by that I mean the OC, and by that I mean the narrative series that yes. I owned every DVD of. Kristen Cavallari was oh, in the wow. real OC, yes. a.k.a. the MTV series. She ends up with Jay Cutler. Yes. Shailene Woodley's with Aaron Rodgers. 
Yes. Shailene Woodley in the in the one that wasn't reality, her quarterback is better. The fake OC, I mean the real OC, that quarterback was not as good. The the OC the series is more real than the MTV. Uh, <laughs> do we have email, Charlotte? <laughs> yeah, we do. But seriously, Jalen Woodley in the OC, Kristen Calabalari in Laguna mm-hmm. Beach, both ended up with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But one played for the Bears and one played for the Packers. It's like the ultimate rivalry. Whoa, whoa. What did did Misha Barton date somebody? Did uh uh? Did, uh I'm sure she's dated somebody. Did he play she quarterback? She definitely had a boyfriend. <laughs> she had a boyfriend. Did I'm usually up on this stuff. I don't know. We, we have to go deeper. Um, yeah, I uh, we'll put a bow on Aaron Rodgers' talk. Uh, right. th- I think this is it. I think this is the last time we'll talk about it. So I just wanted to say um, it was a fun ride, <laughs> and uh, you know, Aaron, whatever you decide. But I don't think he. I don't think he's he's back yet. I don't. That, Look, that's we can't the, I th- stop. I, I think we the can't lesson, stop talking about it. I know. I think the lesson we're learning here, Charlotte, is don't don't cry because it's over because it's not over yet. Like it's not. We don't know that he's back. Like I said, until Aaron Rodgers is on Sunday Night Football mm-hmm. doing a post game interview with Michelle Tafoya or wearing who, a bolo tie and a cowboy yeah. hat. Yeah, is it Michelle Tafoya? He does the post game interviews. Um, I don't think he's back. I don't think he's back. I'm not buying it. I'm not. So the, block out the noise. Okay. Block out the noise. You got to do what like the the athletes do, where they uh you know they they lock in and they don't pay attention to social media. That's what I need you to do right now. I need okay. you to focus on the task at hand, which is speculation, which is uh, wild allegations. Uh, that that is what you and I are put on this earth to do right now. Yes. And I think you got to block out the outside noise and not okay. pay attention to what Ian Rappaport is tweeting or what anyone else is tweeting. I think we just got to go full steam ahead that uh, Aaron Rodgers is retiring. Boom. Done. <laughs> I think that I think that's the best idea I've heard. We are going to stick to our. You know what, Mark? We're going to take a position. We're gonna we're gonna have principles, unlike most people in this country, yes. and we are going to stick to our guns and say. Aaron Rodgers is still retiring, and until we see him on the field, he is more likely to retire than not. And then if he does come back, you do one of two things. You either say fake news over and over and over that you like when people are like, you said he was going to retire. You're like, what? I never said that. And you just deny it. You gaslight everybody. Or you say there was a material change in the Aaron Rodgers camp that you're like, the information I got that he was retiring was accurate. He was retired. As of July 25th, he was retired. Now, what happened was (laughs) there was a change. That happened, okay? And that change was that he unretired. Unretired. He unretired, okay? But technically, you idiot. <laughs> if you think about it, an off-season is a short retirement. That's a great point. So Do, we're not Does wrong. every NFL player retire in, after the Super Bowl <laughs> and then make it? <laughs> you know, uh, jokes aside, that is kind of what college basketball has become. Like these guys, uh, Tate and I cracked yes. up about it. There's just this guy that uh, at Illinois is an All-American. Kofi Coburn's his name. Mm-hmm. Big dude. He... Uh, he announces at the end of the season that he's going he, – he, not right at the end of the season, but basically throughout this offseason, he has declared for the NBA draft, come back out of the NBA draft, put his name in the transfer portal, puts his, puts his final list out, like these are the schools that I'm considering, mm-hmm. and then his final announcement is that I'm coming back to Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> So we're like, good. what just happened? So you're <laughs> on Illinois, you go through all this, and then you're on Illinois. But oh my God, what a run that was! That's kind of what Aaron Rodgers is right now. It's great for yeah. a hip, it's great for a brand. I mean, maybe we should just start rumors about ourselves. I don't know. Yeah, every no time one we would get done care with though. It. That's the problem. 
Every time we get done with a show, that could be our last show. We're retired and then unretired when it's time to record a new show. Um, oh, let's read some emails. Bit. That's All what right. people want. They want to hear us read their takes. They don't want to hear our takes anymore. No, before we retire um, until Thursday, um, here are some emails that we got. This was my favorite because um, we actually, while you were talking about this, the Home Run Derby, I had this thought and then someone but i somehow didn't say it and i don't know why because usually i say the immature things that pop into my head but someone wrote in mark lost in translation parentheses shagging balls from michael taylor says dear charlotte and mark i'm a big fan of the podcast and i'm from scotland something mark said on monday's podcast made me do a double take he was talking about shagging balls in oh. baseball, which made me laugh out loud at the office. And I was hoping he could explain what that means, because over here, the word shagging means uh, something yeah. different. Or whoever yeah. was shagging balls on the baseball field could be in trouble. <laughs> Ever hopeful, Michael. Did I say shagging balls? Uh, yeah, and I was it... almost like, I almost laughed and was like, oh, shagging balls. And then no, I was like, Charlotte, what... you're a 32-year-old woman. What if you didn't? And then Michael did for me. That's a phrase, right? It's shag- yes. shagging fly balls. Yeah, that's the. I, I guess I never really put it the two together. That yeah, that would be. The shagging. Yeah. So uh, on the <laughs> the on the the freedom side of the Atlantic Ocean here. Well, wait. Do we, do we we didn't fight. Where's he from? Scotland. He's not from England. Uh, yeah, he hates yeah, England more than we Scotland, do. Scotland. Um, like, yeah. No, Scotland hates England more than America does. Definitely. Um, Anyway, in a stateside, uh, shagging, it's called shagging fly balls. I don't know why it's called shagging fly balls. That was just like something that like your dad says when you're growing up playing Little League. Like, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go shag some fly balls. And then there's, uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of other terms that are absurd that you didn't really think about. Um, I don't know, but yeah, it was shagging fly balls. That was, that was what you did. Just like, you just like put all the little kids outside and like a Little League practice. And then the dad gets his fungo bat out and just like, just starts throwing <laughs> totally. up balls to himself and smacks him to the outfield and then kids have to catch him and that's called and shagging, shagging balls, balls means you track down the ball and you try to yeah. catch it in the outfield and it also means having sex with the baseball we both like took a beat to decide what we were going to say there um uh, well thank you michael because that's, you said it so i didn't have to so that i could of, then say it speaking of take like pausing to try to find the right words um yeah. And and speaking of balls, uh, oh. th- this is a pet peeve of mine that I, mm-hmm. I I don't think this is an original observation. I've seen someone make this observation before, and I I, I forget who it was. But uh, every time a guy gets hit in the nuts, I, yeah. I this comes to mind because of this. Did you see the clip of the skateboarder that uh, fell and then like hit his gooch or his testicles <laughs> on the the railing? The yeah. point is, Charlotte. Why why do announcers? Why do broadcasters have such a hard time just simply saying testicles? Why is it that like? I think we've talked about this before. Mark. Why is it that a guy gets hit in the testicles? That's like the the term of the body part. We have had this conversation. Before. I don't understand it. It's so bizarre. It's like ooh, hitting the uh, uh, we'll call it the sensitive area, and I'm like, just say testicles. Hit where the just sun say. don't shine, yeah. and you're like, no, that's his butt. That's not yeah, the front like, part. I don't understand why we're like. Uh, I, it's it's very bizarre to me because uh, it's not I, I don't I don't know it's, everyone trips over themselves like so scared to say the word testicles and it's like that's, I, what, the, that's what the body part's called I mean I, I do understand. think that it we have a trouble as a society of like saying things that might be taken as, you know like but I have a I someone I know um, in middle school or elementary school rather someone that they were playing baseball with 
got hit in the testicles and he goes, oh, you hit my front private. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, in my household, we call them your front privates, which I think is what every broadcaster, the vernacular that everyone should use. Yeah. But imagine the Giannis dunk, the alley-oop in game five. He, yeah. Drew Holiday throws it up. Giannis dunks it. And Mike Breen's giving a, uh, he's doing the replay. And he's like, Giannis Antetokounmpo with the flush as Chris Paul hits him right in the testicles. What a play for And he just keeps going. I, I think we just have to get the first the first one out of the way. I think like someone just has to be a pioneer. Testicles. Yeah. And I think Mike Breen's the guy to do it. Do you have access why. to him? Um, I, I don't think I do, but Mike, if you're listening, someone get this to Mike Brain and tell him to start using the word testicles instead of like, tell, tell him to the, call uh, it oh, like it is. The, yeah. Just call it what it is. I don't know. Anyway. That's our I crusade. Have, Aaron Rodgers yeah. is retiring and broadcasters need to say testicles. Broadcasters are like the smooth, like the guys that are the, the top of their, the Mike Breens, the Kevin Harlan's, like mm-hmm. these guys that are at the top of their game, the Joe Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. These guys are the smoothest talkers on earth, which is why they're in front of a camera, which is why mm-hmm. they do this for a living. They, they always have the right words. They always have the perfect way to say things. And whenever something happens that involves a guy getting hit in the crotch, which is like a very... You know, for for any male watching, that's a very relatable experience. We all kind of know what's happening here. Mm-hmm. They they all of a sudden clam up and they don't know what words to use. They don't know how to describe it. They're like, oh, and, 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 and as you can see, it's uh, oh, uh, oh it's uh, like the just, front privates, the, the front privates are. Uh, it's like just say you send the balls, say you send the testicles. Like we all, you know, see Mark, it. this is know. why this is why you and I are here. We're here to save sports media. There you go. There you Maybe go. That's, that, that's my that's my thing. That's that'll be my hook. Is like put me on like Fox. Put me on college basketball games. Let me call games, and uh, and that'll I promise be like you, my signature move. I will move, say the word. I will say the word testicles if a guy gets hit in the testicle. <laughs> They're like, all right, man, we are not paying you enough. Oh, uh, moving on. <laughs> all right, uh, this next one is called "Thank You for Saving My Dog Char." It's from Peter Reed Wells. Hey, Mark and Charlotte. Just want to say that you may have saved my dog, Ringo. He ate a grape off the floor, and I only knew to make him puke it back up because of the story Charlotte told a while back. Many thanks for me and Ringo. Oh, wow. So here's the thing, though. that I feel like I overreacted when my dog ate a grape. Ringo, there's a picture of Ringo. He's adorable. He doesn't look small. I feel like I panicked by making an 86-pound German Shepherd puke up one grape one because grape? I thought yeah, it would poison probably... her. And yeah. I called the vet, and they told me to bring her in, but that's because they were going to charge me three hundred and forty dollars. Right. right. So right. hopefully, Peter, you just made your dog throw up yourself. I guess. How do you make a dog throw up? How do you do it? Um, do, do you talk about this? I've never done it. Have you done it? Yeah, I. Someone told me to give uh, Moses. We, I, I used to do this back in the day, but then as I got older and just started to observe Moses uh, eating stuff and being fine, I stopped <laughs> right. caring. Like when he was a puppy, I was like, "You ate what? Oh my god, we got to get that out!" And then yeah. now he'll he'll eat trash off the street. I'm like, "Whatever, dude." Like he, he's gonna. <laughs> yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, buddy. It's, it, yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, uh, what are you gonna do? Um, but I I think was it hydrogen peroxide that they say that you yeah. take like the cap of hydrogen peroxide and just basically give him like a quick shot of it and then they yeah. just gag it up um, i think that's the move so yeah anyway thoughts go. and but, first ringo but one one grape i don't think but at the same time 
Are, can, we, can we legally tell him not to worry about one grape? Because like, no, if, that's why you're welcome, then, Peter. Yeah. I'm glad that Ringo's okay. I'm glad that I googled are grapes bad for dogs once upon a time and did a public service for everyone with a dog who listens to this podcast. We should um, do. A, I, I should quiz you sometime and, and list objects, and you tell me whether dogs can eat them or not. <laughs> well, I mean, like they can eat anything. You gotta. We. It's gotta be like. Will it kill them, or will it most likely? Yeah, that's true. But nothing killed. Like anyway. All right. Whatever. <laughs> We're gonna. Have, a vet's gonna write in and just be like, please stop talking please about stop. animal please advice stop. because You're... we're getting a lot of dogs. For, we have one guy that says you saved my dog. Then we get like thirty emails. We're like, well, I'm glad you saved that one dog because you killed my dog. <laughs> yeah, I know. So. <laughs> and we can't have that on our. We. I. I would rather Aaron Rodgers go back and play for the Green Bay Packers than harm any of your dogs. Mo- Moses one time ate twelve socks Shut when he up. was he was eight months old. He was a puppy. He Wait, he liked the socks. socks. My my theory is that the socks were. I I threw my socks in the hamper. Like I I, I had like a back then I had a hamper that didn't have a lid. I just kind of like had it in the corner and I was, I mean I was young and i just you know whatever it's not like a pile of clothes basically but it was in a basket so i was like it's organized but it was just kind of over there in the corner um and i would throw my dirty socks over there and then i think my my theory is that he liked like nomming on them like it was a pacifier right and then he would accidentally right. swallow them and one time i went to look at the hamper i was like i had a ton of socks here there are no socks and moses was being lethargic rushed him to the emergency room they do like the 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 mri or cat scan or whatever the dog scan. The dog scan. The cat. And they're like, he's got like a million socks in there. I think I think we should do. And I was like, well, what can we do? They're like, well, I, there's kind of nothing we can do. And I was like, what? Like, just cross your fingers. And then we crossed our fingers, and uh, he was fine, and that was that. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> so they didn't say like we can extract the socks. They said uh, we can't, but I think maybe it was like super expensive because I, t- I had to take him to the thousands. emergency room. Yeah, and it was like yeah. this will cost like twenty thousand dollars to do this, or. You could just like wait a day. And I was like, mm, my best friend once had to pay like thousands of dollars to get a tennis ball out of her dog's stomach. And then oh. he ate another one and they were like, <laughs> nope. And he's fine. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, we just got some breaking Aaron Rodgers news, which is that Mark Murphy, who is apparently some big deal at the Packers, who's Mark Murphy, Mark? I don't know. Um, but there's a picture of him and he's standing in front of a Green Bay Packers logo and. The share, his podium says Green Bay Packers shareholder on it, and um, he's asked if Aaron Rodgers will report to training camp on time. He says, no, I don't. Wow. There you go. The Packers president, apparently. The, this is The who Packers is. president says he does not know if Aaron Rodgers will report to training camp on time. That's all we need, Charlotte. <laughs> That's all I need. Every this is see this is every Aaron Rodgers news break. It's a nothing. It's nothing, and and then we have to take it and and we're like it's something. But Aaron Rodgers has. I mean, it's not true because as you said, he has done stuff. But he hasn't done like he but didn't put out it. a story he, like, that he was coming back and then the that he's not like he's not the one doing this. It was Ian Rappaport tweets this. Like the the Vegas markets say this. The president says this, and Aaron's just like like. We're He's playing just, dizzy bat with ourselves. We are just yes, going around yes. and around and around on the Aaron Rodgers dizzy bat, and eventually we're going to all fall over and throw up, and he's going to be, like, still just sitting there, you know, in Hawaii. And the best part is, if he comes back, which maybe he will, maybe he won't, I don't know, um, 
we get to do it all over again next yeah, year. Yeah, no, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like, maybe we do want him to give us one more in year. Fact, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna wait till next year. I'm gonna do it throughout the season. Like when the Packers lose three games in a row, I'm gonna be like, is that it? Have we seen is the it- last of Aaron Rodgers? Is he gonna walk away in week nine of the NFL I want season? <laughs> to get so many clicks and subscribes out of Aaron Rodgers, I want him to be the engine that powers our content machine. Mark. <laughs> I think he already is. He's if we ever meet him someday, he's gonna be like. A, not know who we are, but if he does know yeah. who we are, he's going to be like, you guys are total nut jobs. Let's say uh, we get an email at mm-hmm. peoplesportspodcast at gmail.com uh, from Aaron Rodgers' lawyer, and it's a restraining order against uh, the two of us. Yeah. How do we take it? Are we excited? Are we like, oh my We're God, thrilled. he knows about us? <laughs> are you kidding me? That's like That would be the best thing that could happen to our podcast. We could break the news that Aaron Rodgers filed a restraining order against our podcast which is hilarious because it's not like the podcast can like walk up to him and you know knock on his door it's like psychological restraining order anyway that was a that was a news break that i that it seemed worthwhile to bring up which is a non-news break yeah so news break for everyone listening on tuesday that news break happened yep okay there you go (laughs) all right uh next email taking a page out of mark's book from kyle richter richter Mm-hmm. Mm, okay dearest mm-hmm. marlet shark moses and echo <laughs> even though this email is ultimately a thank you to mark for his brain which savor this one oh, Mark. No. how oh, often no. does that happen charlotte seems like a pun lover and will likely enjoy it more i work in a lab and everyone ha- this is by the way you're you are gonna love this i work in a lab and everyone has their own individual electronic timers that we keep in our lab coats at all times We've taken it upon ourselves to name said timers. Examples include Time Allen, Keanu Beeps, <laughs> Timer Woods, Justin Beeper, and Timer Thee Chalamet, to name a few. Anyway, I'm very clumsy and drop my timers all the time, and then they break and have to be replaced. After getting sick of coming up with terrible puns, I decided to steal Mark's pontoon boat idea and name my newest one the Unbreakable Three. Hopefully this email is sufficient in, create, in crediting Mark so he doesn't sue me for copyright infringement. Ever hopeful, Kyle. Unbra- that is that is wild. You name your timers? Yeah. I wonder, is there, I, he didn't really, I guess he would have said if this was the case, but I wonder if you have like a feelings towards the timers by naming them. You know what I mean? I like would. When, when it breaks, are you like sad? Are you like, yeah, oh I'm- no. Time Allen, no. If I broke Justin Bieber, I'd be like, oh my God. You could also do Time Duncan. We should think of sports ones. You mm-hmm. could do, um, I was trying uh, to think of a Bob Baffert one, but that would just be Bob Bieber, which isn't exactly Bob. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the sound the timer makes. What the hell? The timer? You, yeah. You do you feel bad? Can I ask you a question that will be very revealing about myself? Do you feel bad for the shirts you don't wear that often? um i see i i understand where you're coming from um one one thing that uh similar thoughts so i used to i used to wear i did never mind i'm not gonna say go ahead the the answer is i know i i don't but i i it's not as stupid as it sounds for you to say that like i like i looked in my drawer the other day and i saw these three shirts that i never wear and i was like sorry buddies i was like i'm I'm like, should I just set you free, or should I like just? This and then is, I was like, they're they're they don't. Have, they you know don't. what I, I I noticed? I have a I used to wear a lot of wrestling shirts. Um, mm-hmm. My my guys at Homage a T-shirt company in Ohio, they made a yes. lot of cool wrestling shirts, and I I had a lot of them. And um, 
I don't know, they're Undertaker and Stone Cold Rock. Uh, and I used to wear them all the time. And I, I just noticed the other day that I haven't worn like my Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt where he's, he's on a beer truck spraying beer. It says Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, he's, got a, he's got a vest on. It's so cool. Um, and I never wear it. And I realized the reason I never wear it is because you can track to the moment in time that I stopped wearing that shirt was when I found out that Stone Cold Steve Austin lives in Marina Del Rey, has a house in Marina Del Rey. And I thought... That would be the bit, the lamest move ever if I'm walking around. And if I, like, God forbid, I, or not forbid, like, that would be so awesome. But if I bumped into Stone Cold Steve Austin and I'm wearing a shirt, that would be like the biggest loser move ever, right? No, so, like, are I you don't... kidding me? Why, if I were in your position, I would wear that every time I left my apartment hoping that I ran into Stone Cold but I don't wearing wanna... a Stone Cold shirt. I want to be friends with Stone Cold. If someone wearing a Charlotte Wilder shirt, and I ran into them, I don't have merch. No, you'd be horrified, I think. I'd be so excited. But you wouldn't want to hang out with that person. My point is, I want, I'm, oh. I'm thinking beyond that one interaction. I want, like, the way I play, the fantasy in my head is, like, I bump into Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I play it cool. And I'm like, That's I don't worse. know who this guy is. That's worse. We're at a dive bar, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you like sport? The game's on, I just point, and I'm like, you like baseball? And he's like, yeah, I'll watch a little baseball, you know, I'm like, and then we just start talking. I'm like, so uh, what do you do for a living? And, and then you and just then we smash a beer on your head. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, psych. <laughs> God, I can't believe that you have a contingency plan on like what will happen when you run into Stone Cold. I, nightmare, I can't believe it. But, that's but also like, my nightmare, like if I don't wear my rock shirt either, because I know he lives in L.A. And like if I'm if I'm stopped at a red light. You and think I, you're just going to run into the You rock. never know, Charlotte. You have to be prepared. If I'm wearing a t-shirt that says The Rock and it's got, you know, The Rock's face on it and I'm yeah. a big Rock fan or whatever. And then he pulls up to me next to a red light and he like video, he, he records me and he's like, look at this dipshit with my shirt on. And he puts that on his Instagram. Very small chance that could happen, Charlotte, but you got to be prepared for anything. You are <laughs> such a moron. That's the dream. He has more Instagram followers than anyone in the entire world. If you get put on his Instagram wearing a rock shirt, that is street cred forever. No, because then that becomes my identity. And then I have to explain to him that like, I dude, I'm, I kind of like, I'm not a huge fan to be honest. I just kind of like the shirt. It's a whole thing. As and I don't someone wanna... who, okay. The rock one sang me a song on his <laughs> alarm clock app. That's and right. he said, Charlotte right. Wilder, this one's for you. And to this day, it was the greatest moment of my career. So I'm just saying, give it a try before you say you don't want The Rock to acknowledge you on the internet. Because it's a very special, special thing. Oh, my God. Anyway, oh, God. Uh, anyway. to the point, I, I, those shirts are hanging in my... That's not what you meant. I understand what you mean. Like, you, Can you, you wear it on your... the next record, please? Yeah, I'll wear my Stone Cold shirt next Dang. time we record. I'll wear it on Thursday. You can change that? before you go outside. Yeah. Just wear it on the podcast. <laughs> and then if he sees it on the internet, he's like, that's cool. It's not like he ran into you in person. Yeah, all right. All okay, right. all right. We fixed that. All right. Here is a follow-up on something we talked about previously. It's called Appropriate Intro Song. Do you remember Tyler Springs who wrote in about having a wedding saying that he wanted... Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah to walk into either the Titus and Tate or People Sports Podcast right. intro music. Right. He write, and we said, you know, we'll make you a video if you want, but I don't think you should walk into our theme song because at some point we're going to disappoint you and you don't want us tied to what should be right. the best day of your life. So you wrote Charlotte and Mark. Y'all were terrifically kind to read my email on the air, and I'm grateful for your sage wedding advice. If you're still willing, Justine and I would, of course, be thrilled if you recorded a video introduction message for us. That would be incredible. 
But if you don't have time, don't worry. We won't love you any less, probably. No, we won't. We promise. Which is such a lovely thing. Like, Tyler Springs sounds like the nicest man in America because he then adds, at Charlotte, here's an open invitation to practice any graduation or commencement speech ideas or wedding ceremony benedictions on us via video or Word doc in the future. We'll be your double secret test group proofreaders so you'll be ready for your eventual (laughs) big day. Y'all are the best and your podcast brings us a lot of joy. Enjoy your CFB tour this fall. Feeling ever more hopeful, Tyler ever more hopeful tyler and justine tyler springs is a good name by the way great that's a that's a cool name that's a very versatile name that's a professional wrestler that's a guy that like that's an indie musician indie musician that's a guy that's running for mayor in my small town back home um that i'm voting for just based on his slogan is hope springs eternal there you go you know (laughs) yes (laughs) that's a great that's a good name uh you're coming out to la right maybe we could record it when you're out (gasps) here and we'll yeah yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Next uh, week, we'll do it. Boom. Done. Done. We'll, All right. We'll do Tyler it and Justine, I hope you don't get I, married I noticed, this weekend. By the way, I noticed <laughs> you used y'all in the uh, uh, email a couple times. Uh, I'm assuming it's from the South, but I th- th- this is another tangent I want to go on. How do you feel about people not from the South using the word y'all? I really... Okay, first of all, Tyler Springs is a lovely enough person that Tyler, if you're not from the South and you say y'all... You are the exception that proved that to the rule. You can say it, Tyler. Otherwise, I hate it. I am morally offended when people who aren't from the South say y'all. I won't. Uh, I, I won't make this about Tyler. I'll just. I'll just get straight to the point. My dad has started using it. Oh, God. <laughs> Why didn't you lead with that? I love Mr. Titus. I don't ever. <laughs> now you don't okay, know what now to do. there are two oh, exceptions to the rule. Mr. Titus, you can say whatever you want, whenever you want to. No one else can say y'all. If you're not. My, Actually, who gives a shit? Do whatever you want. I noticed <laughs> he picked I it up. He picked it. Well, my dad, hold on. In my dad's defense, he just, they just got like a condo in South Carolina. So my dad would argue he's technically like has ties to the South now. But uh, that's fine then. My brother-in-law is from Indiana and he started using it. And then like when he married my sister, my dad, like it, it like this whole thing is happening in my family, Charlotte. We're like my family, I'll get texts for the group text and it'll just mm-hmm. be like, y'all coming home for Christmas this year. And I'm like, when, when did we become a y'all family? We're from Indiana. What's going on <laughs> Have you brought here? it up with them? No, I, I'm bringing it up now. They all listen to the y'all listen to the show. And now you're hearing it. Um, <laughs> Don't drag me into this family. But then Indiana, Indiana is kind of, uh, the south of the north honestly like the indiana the culture culturally indiana is very southern for all yeah. the midwestern states if that makes any sense so like if there's one state in the midwest that could get mm-hmm. away with saying y'all it's probably indiana but i don't like it's it it's also so. it's also uh, objectively the best way to say a, like we need a word for the plural yeah. you yeah. And so it makes the most sense grammatically, which I respect. Yeah. I just, I, I think that the, the Southern condo is a great way to get away with saying it, though, because I can't go anywhere. If I hear an accent, I start picking it up. Like I was on Long yes. Island this weekend and I started speaking in a Long Island accent and I was like, hard, like it was an accident. Oh. To, to that point, I, I was just having this conversation uh, not too long ago. Um, yeah. that, that happens all the time when, when uh, you, you hear about people that go study abroad and they go to London or something and then like they come back and some 21-year-old suddenly like speaks with a British accent. You're like, what the hell, Jennifer? <laughs> like you were, you were there for three months. Why are, you, why are you talking? How is it that John Oliver, a guy like him, has yes, been in America you. for I- so long – and he Dude. still has a fit. Like, why? Why doesn't it work the other way? Why don't the British people that come over here and then live here forever? 
Why don't they start talking more like us? They they keep their British accents, but it feels like when Americans go over to to Britain, or it doesn't even have to be Britain. You could go to like France and like start talking to people in English that have like the French accent, and you you'd come back and have like <laughs> come a. Come back. Well, you ever hear of anyone coming back with a French accent? I don't accent? know. I don't know. Dude, no, I actually, it's funny you say that because I was just thinking that about John Oliver the other day. I was like, how does this guy still have such a thick British accent? How does it work? I mean, more power to him. Like, if I if I had to move to London, I would like to think that I would keep my, I would talk like this for the rest of yeah, my life, but too. I but it wouldn't you, happen. I'd have, a, I'd have an English accent in, like, two months. Yeah. And, I, and everyone would be like, you're not from Oi. here. <laughs> I'd be like, Oi, give me some Mental, old bangers and mash, please. <laughs> I did a really good Southern accent the other day, but anyway, so when, right. so the moral Moving of the story on. is that next week we'll make, um, a wedding intro video. Wait, unless cool. Tyler and Justine, if you get married this week, if you're getting married this weekend, write in and tell us soon. Yeah, we can, we can, we can do an emergency and one, we'll but otherwise, yeah, yeah otherwise right. we'll try to make it cool. Yeah. Here's an email. The last one I'll do today. We got from a guy named Sammy Clow or Clog, C-L-O-U-G-H. Clough. Cluh. I think it's a cluh. It just kind of... Yeah, Sammy just kinda, Yeah. All right. Um, do you know this person? No. I was, okay. No. Um, well, no. the subject line of the email is Uncle Cracker, spelled with the K. And the body of the email is just, how do you feel about Uncle Cracker? It's a great question. Um, what? Um, who was Uncle Cracker again? The guy that has he the... He did the uh, cover of Give Me the Beat Boys, boys and Free, and free my, soul. my Soul. Wanna Get... And then which he I does, thought was uh, the Beach Boys until last year. What? Yeah. What? Makes more sense <laughs> than the beat. Give me the beat. Is it Give Me the Beat, comma, boys? Give me... Oh, oh. Oh, Give Me the Beach Boys is what you thought he was saying. I thought you thought the Beach Boys sang that song. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. No. I knew it was Uncle Cracker covering that. But I hear you. Give Me the Beach Boys I is what you hear. Give Me the Beach Boys and free my soul. Honestly, that's not that bad because that, that's, that's probably a better lyric. That's yeah, like isn't it? yeah yeah that's that's uh that's a lot cool. He he does he sing the uh follow me and everything is all or how did <gasps> yeah. it follow me and everything, everything is all I'll be the one to tuck you in and if you wanna Leave, I can guarantee, I can guarantee you'll never find nobody. <laughs> How do we know um, all the words to that stuff? Uncle Cracker, uh, I think two two things went wrong with him. Number one, um, his name is Uncle Cracker. Yeah. Like, that's that's a swing <laughs> and a miss right there. Number two, I think the time he was was at his peak um, was was not great because I always got Uncle Cracker. I don't know why this happened. I always got him confused with Fred Durst. I don't know why. Oh, really? I always, I always thought got him confused were... with Kid Rock. But see, this is the point. Like the, right. when you're in, we're in, when you're in that era of music, and we're we're mistaking you for these people, that's not good. You know, he might <laughs> even not have sang the cover of "Give Me the Beat Boys," but I think he did. <laughs> that could be the, <laughs> that could be the same song as "Follow Me," also, and I wouldn't know the difference. Is he? Uh... Who's all, Smash Mouth is who I was thinking of, the all-star song. That's Smash Mouth, the Shrek. Uh, um, yeah. Hey, now. Yeah, no, no. That's Smash Mouth. And, and Uncle Cracker is not in Smash Mouth. God, no. That's, like, upsetting <laughs> that you would say that. I own the Smash Mouth CD. I know every song. People don't realize they had other hits than just all-star. What, uh... What name one? Well, I was worried you were going to ask that because I can't. 
No. What was the one they sang in Trek that was All-Star? <laughs> Smash Mouth songs. Hold on. I need to look at this album list. Oh, Walking on the Sun. That one. Yes. I remember that one. Smash Mouth Astro Can't Lounge. get enough of you, baby. Oh, I'm a believer. That's a that's oh, yeah, a yeah, that's yeah. a cover though. Which that's is a, a cover of the monkeys. The monkeys, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did everyone know that this is a music podcast now? Oh my god. Uncle Cracker. Let me look up Uncle Cracker real quick. Let me yeah, get uh him. what he looks like. Yeah, cuz look, dude, I pulled up the picture. I just type in Uncle Cracker. Mhm. I'm doing it now. You know what's also I, bullshit he, is that he doesn't a, spell it. If he's going to spell Cracker with a K, he should spell Uncle with a K. One of his pictures, he's wearing a red hat that that is before before the red hat was what it is today it, the red hat was fred durst the yankees hat turned backwards the red hat oh. so like that trips me up and then one of the the, the third picture at least when i google yeah, Uncle same. Cracker, kid rock has yeah. his arm around them <laughs> maybe that's why I, I guess they were buddies i think this is the problem yeah yeah what happened the, to him there's Do a picture know? with him and uncle uncle uh, cracker uh, official uh, website view <laughs> tour dates oh damn he's got a show coming up on July 28th we go? at the California Mid-State Fair <laughs> in Paso Robles, California. Where is that? Uh, that is, uh, it's, it's uh, I, I, probably in mid-California. Mid <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I'm Googling it because I'm going to come out earlier. If uh, we It sounds familiar, but also like, oh yeah, it's, it's above uh, San Luis Obispo. Yeah, it is in Right in mid, it's appropriate name festival. It's right smack dab in the middle of California. It sure is. Look at that. Um, yeah, Uncle Cracker also, he's got a little Bubba Sparks to him. Do you remember Bubba Sparks? Do you remember oh, yeah. that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I think this is the issue with Uncle Cracker is that the music can't can't exist in its own vacuum because we we know too much about like the remember era he train? came up in. And... <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I think this podcast is over. Um, tell us email us email us more uh give us your aaron Rodgers thoughts give us your galaxy brain aaron Rodgers scenarios like yes, what please if he's coming back it's not it's not straightforward it can't be it can't possibly be that he's just like oh i changed my mind i want to play football or whatever there's got to be something going on there's got to oh, be yeah. a plan in place why is he coming back if he is in fact coming back um what, what we need the galaxy brain takes uh, meanwhile, I think we got to talk about the Olympics this week, right? Yes. On the show? Hands down. You've I been have watching, right? so many thoughts written down, ready to go. I don't, I, I'm not even going to start because then we'll just do the show now. Have you been watching? Right. I've been watching just about everything. I'm kind um, of obsessed with the Olympics. Yeah, I am too. And it's, uh, I, the, the, the one thought I want to say right now, and then mm -hmm. I'll, I'll save the red. Cause I, I have, I have takes that'll make your head spin, Charlotte. Oh God, <laughs> I believe it. The one thought I was watching this morning, women's water polo. And I just want to say, uh, water polo as a sport is gotta be the most challenging sport on earth. That is also just like mind-numbingly boring to watch <laughs> I, I was gonna say the sport I feel, that i have enjoyed watching the least is water polo and i feel bad because it looks the hardest it, yeah it's so i feel so guilty because i'm like i know you're giving it your all out there i know how hard it is that to tread like water and fight each other or football in molasses and we're like yes. isn't this fun yes yes that's what they're it, it, it's like water polo is just handball and water right yeah, and you're like sure why is. are we not we're just watching handball handballs by the way oh we're doing the show we're already doing it here okay. we go we're, all right we're getting, we're all right getting, uh, tune tune in on mind. thursday for more all right see you guys <laughs> <laughs>